Welcome to Two Inches Off the Ground. When you are enlightened, you live your life two inches off the ground. I am so grateful for the download. Thank you so much. If you would like to hear or suggest a topic, please DM me at Two Inches Off the Ground or email me at Free Spirit Podcasts at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. And check out my metaphysical products at freespiritpodcast.com to support this podcast. Also, please listen to my other podcast, Two Minutes Off the Ground, to receive your daily two-minute message from Source that aligns with today's topic. Today's topic is the power of the subconscious mind. If I told you the subconscious mind controls 95% of your life, what would you think? It's really a heavy topic to think about because when you think about it, we're only 5% aware or 5% conscious. Our behaviors, habits, patterns, beliefs, values, actions, etc. are coming from that 95%. So obviously we have some good programming in there, right? Our our parents taught us right. So for example, you know, my parents taught me to say thank you to the wait staff at restaurants and not to steal, et cetera, et cetera. So that's good, healthy programming. But today we're talking about the unhealthy programming. Before the age of seven, our subconscious is fully formed and it's hard to change after the age of seven. Hence the concept of the inner child, which is part of the subconscious mind. I hear a lot from metaphysical people that affirmations do not work for them. And I have had a good experience with affirmations, but my metaphysical coach said to me, affirmations will only get you so far. They will get you to the middle, but they won't put you over the top. And when you do affirmations, you say them in front of a mirror and you say them sometimes hundreds of times a day. And it's a real commitment. But what the problem is, even if you're doing that and saying them into a mirror, It is not tapping into your subconscious mind. It can. I'm not saying it can't, but for most people, it doesn't. So for me this week, I've been studying how to break into my subconscious. If affirmations don't work for you, what can we do? How can we tap into our subconscious in order to heal? I've been obsessing, as I always do, right, over the study of activating the non-dominant side of the body, especially the non-dominant hand. What do I mean by that? My dominant hand and my dominant side of the body is the right side and the right hand. So I'm a righty, I'm right-handed, right? I didn't have to say right after them. (laughs) You get the point. So if you have your non-dominant hand, in my case would be my left hand. Why does this strategy work? Why does activating the non-dominant side of the body tap into the subconscious? Writing or drawing, for example, with the non-dominant hand bypasses in a good way the conscious logical mind. I think when we're trying to heal on this deeper level, the logical mind won't do it. A lot of people try to logic away everything, and I don't agree with that. I think for deep healing, you really need to go into the emotional, you need to go into the subconscious. So this is a good way to do it. 
doing this helps access more primal raw emotions and our inner child. Also, it's supposed to help raise our intelligence by using both hemispheres of the brain and increase creativity. How do we start using our non-dominant hand and non-dominant side of the body? I'm going to tell you a couple exercises that have worked well for me this week. Relationship expert and photographer S.T. Rappaport describes this, this absolutely incredible exercise I did. I will put the podcast episode where I found the exercise in the show notes so you can listen. With your dominant hand, draw where you are now in a house. So that means with my right hand, I drew myself as a stick figure in a house. And you're drawing how you feel in the moment. With your dominant hand, still with you know my right hand, write down and ask these questions. Number one, who are you? Two, how do you feel? Three, why do you feel this way? Four, how can I help you? And then you answer with your non-dominant hand. So I answered with my left hand. Now, when I did this, of course, it looks like chicken scratch, right? And I'm sure it'll be the same for you. So for the purpose of this podcast, and also I did it in my journal, so I want to go back and read it perhaps someday. After I wrote with the non-dominant hand, I went back and rewrote it with the dominant hand, with my right hand, so I would understand what I was actually reading. In this experience, this exercise tapped into my inner child and I felt as if my inner child was speaking to me. And what came out were a couple things. The girl who never gets what she wants. That's one thing that came out. And there's a dark cloud over me all the time. And the dark cloud is funny because I've thought about this the past week and a half and I haven't thought about this for a while but when I was a child And all through my childhood, all through adolescence, I had a person close to me who would say this, Jennifer, you have a dark cloud over you all the time, basically insinuating I have bad luck. And it really seeped into me. I didn't, I didn't think it did, but doing this exercise, even in middle age, it's still something that is in my subconscious. I also discovered I have a lot of anger towards myself. Why? Because I'm in a relapse of my gut issue and I keep blaming myself and I have a lot of anger towards I shouldn't have eaten that, I should have known better, I should have done this, a lot of should have, right? A lot of shooting all over myself and you know it culminates into anger towards others because I have been thinking about certain people I haven't thought about in years and I've just been getting angry. So obviously I know that part of myself isn't healed if I'm getting angry towards random people I haven't talked to in 20 years (laughs) who weren't that important in my life, right? So I have that awareness now. Awareness is 80% of the problem. So then I decided to take a drive. I just took a small drive and have a talk with myself. Before I got in the car, I made sure not to turn on any serious XM, not to plug in, you know, plug in my phone and listen to Apple Podcasts or something like that. I made a conscious choice not to consume content because what I'm realizing is I am numbing out. 
I am just numbing out. Why am I numbing out? Because I don't want to deal with this stomach issue. And I've been, you know, really bummed out at certain points about it. So I just don't want to think about it. I don't want to accept reality. I don't want to live in reality, right? (laughs) Not all the time, but a good part of the day. And as long as I don't have to think, I'm good. In the past, let's say around 2016, I was numbing out on a scale of 1 to 10 at a level 10. Level 9, level 10, 10 being the highest. I was really numbing out, not dealing with reality, not dealing with my life. And then I would say a year ago, I started to numb out again when I just wasn't feeling great. And I would say, okay, I was numbing out at a level eight. And this time, I think I was numbing out at a level six. So I've improved, but that's caused an issue in my awareness, right? Because I'm not numbing out at a level 10, I'm not recognizing it as easily. So I'm improving this issue, but still it's happening and still I'm not having awareness like I want to. So I have to think about what am I consuming? I had a download on that drive where Source said to me, it's not your anger. It's not your anger. So I had to think about my consumption habits, especially in the past two weeks. And I watched this show. I haven't watched a lot of TV, but I watched this one show where there was a lot of anger, people screaming at each other. And usually in this show, that's not the case. So I was even surprised by it. I consumed that. I was in a clubhouse room where it started to get heated, not towards me. I was I was not involved in the conversation, but I was listening. And instead of leaving the room, I sat there and listened. I consumed that. And I have a friend who I like very much, but she calls me to vent about her job because I used to have the same job. So I understand and I try to give her advice. And she was really angry. And every time she calls me, I notice this happens and I really absorb her anger as an empath. So there I am again, three separate instances where I'm absorbing anger, right? And I feel like I know better, but I still continue to do it. Now that I'm aware, I feel that I can create the tools to stop this subconscious programming. And I have to figure out what resonates with me for the solution. And that means I may have to research a little bit more. I definitely have to hold space for myself. I need quiet. This listening to whatever a lot of the day is not, is not helping at all. So now I have to be really aware when I turn on a podcast or I turn on something and I want to listen. I have to ask myself some questions. Do I want to listen to gather insight, to gather knowledge, or for pure entertainment? Or am I trying to numb out? Am I trying to just lose any sense of reality? And here's where the logical mind comes in. I may put myself on a time limit because when things got bad a year, year and a half ago and I started to numb out, I was put on a time limit of, okay, you can listen to an hour in the morning and an hour in the evening and that's it. So for me, I think just having that awareness is 80% and the 20% is the solution that resonates with me. The next exercise is by Gay Hendricks and Carol Klein of the book Conscious Luck, where they say make a timeline of your life. So start with, for example, before I was born, 
before elementary school, college, those are the categories. And think about the negative experiences that still affect you from the specific times in your life. And what you're supposed to do is touch them one at a time with your hand and say, that was then, and then touch your heart and say, this is now. Now I switched up this exercise a little bit and did it with my non-dominant hand to tap into my subconscious and I thought it was a really powerful exercise. And this book does have exercises with the non-dominant hand and it's a powerful quick read. I will put it in the show notes. Again, it's called Conscious Luck. I felt with these two exercises, I was able to really delve into my subconscious and get some good answers and get myself out of this subconscious pattern that's been dominating for the past couple of weeks. I felt that this was just the right place to go for me, really, you know, looking into that non-dominant side of the body. Besides these exercises, I've been activating the non-dominant side of the body, my left side, with small practices such as brushing my teeth with my left hand, chewing food on my left side, scrolling on my phone with my left finger, grabbing objects with my left hand, etc. And what I've found is that I move so much more slowly, deliberately, I act with intent, I'm more present, and because of all this, I'm receiving downloads much easier from source. They're coming so much faster and they're coming so much clearer. In fact, today, as I was recording the other podcast, Two Minutes Off the Ground, I had some really good insights on where to move forward with that podcast because anyone who's ever done a podcast or YouTube or a blog or anything, it's always changing, right? You're always growing, you're learning, you're trying to make things better. So I'm excited about that. I'm excited about that. So are you willing to tap into your subconscious mind? Are you ready? Because If you're ready, you're going to do some major inner child work. You will discover patterns. You'll discover emotions that are buried deep that you thought, oh, I healed healed that ages ago because I thought that, right, with my numbing out. I said, oh, I'm way past this. I totally recognize this. I don't do this anymore. And that was wrong. (laughs) I was doing that the past couple weeks. So definitely take a look in the show notes of the exercises I mentioned today and where to find them in depth because they really helped me and they can really help you. And until next time, live your life two inches off the ground.